0: In the Stressless in-studio this morning, Deschutes County Sheriff Shane Nelson. And Sheriff, good morning, sir.
1: Good morning, Frank. Sorry, I had to stir. I was, I was snoozing over here in this comfortable <laughs> yeah. chair.
0: He does like the Stressless. And if you haven't tried one yet, well, you need to go over to Wilson's. Okay, plug is done. Let's talk Measure 110 because the, the legislature has now been able to get what they basically have called a, uh, a bipartisan piece of legislation to the House floor. What what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I feel good that it's going to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish here. It may not have, have been directly in line with all the suggestions from the sheriff's chiefs and and district attorneys, but I think it's going to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. And and we all have to remember, as long as we're taking a step forward or or taking a step in a different direction to try and make this challenge more manageable, it's it's a good thing. We always learn from what we do. In this particular case, it's also good to remember some background that I've mentioned on your show, Frank, and that is we've always got to remember that loose or unsecure borders does not help the drug problem in this country, and we also need to remember that federal policies with other countries can have unintended consequences, so specifically in the manufacture and distribution of fentanyl and so there are some things that are outside of our control but measure 110 is within our control and when 75 percent of polled oregonians are saying they want a fix to a ballot measure because it's not accomplishing what they wanted to have accomplished we need to listen so i was happy that we were able to work in a in a bipartisan manner with the the legislature and try and come to this agreeable fix because The things that were important is we wanted it recriminalized. We also have to remember we wanted them to take a look at adjusting the amounts that are considered user amounts of of drugs. So I feel good about where we're going. Some things that that this does is it funds medication-assisted treatment programs in jails, which we've had one for over a year now, through a grant. When you have folks in custody, it's it's an excellent opportunity to provide them medication-assisted treatment so that they can try and improve their life and move forward the other thing that we want done is we want uh, dealers who are delivering near parks or to these vulnerable populations uh, we want them to have a higher accountability with the law so i am hopeful that this is going to be uh, a good tool the district attorneys were were very supportive of of where we were going and so we will look to see and in the future if it doesn't work we need to adjust again Uh, but one thing for us to remember is there were some um initiative petitions some ballot measures that were being talked about to fix measure 110 and the reason that i'm hopeful about this program is those ballot measures would take a year or a year and a half to come to fruition. So this is a way we can get started earlier. And by the way, the folks that were involved in drafting those ballot measures were in these conversations with the legislature on on having these fixes uh, to 110. Does it go far enough? I think that's the age old question. I would I would say there's a lot of call to make possession of felony again because it wasn't a misdemeanor before 110 adjusted what it was. And I think it just it just makes a difference whether we have balance in it or not. You you have to remember that the addiction and treatment community are saying it takes a life changing event for, for some folks to get treatment. The criminal justice system for a lot of people can be a life changing event. And the way Measure 110 uh, was designed and and has been put into action. There is no criminal accountability, a uh, criminal law ca- accountability that can uh, trigger a life changing event.
0: The, has Oregon taken down the sign? Come to Oregon and use your drugs openly.
1: Well, that open communication next network uh, comes with the activities that surround the ballot measures. So it'll take some time, but it, but eventually that word's going to get out. That okay. Drugs are criminalized again in the state of Oregon, and I, I think that that's going to send a message, and I, I do think that is, in essence, taken down the, the come to Oregon because drugs are legal.
0: FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. We're talking to Sheriff Shane Nelson here on the KBND Morning News. I'll say related to this, when we talk about the, the open drug use and the way it has attracted people from out of state to come to town, some of those people end up in these homeless camps. And you only have a certain amount of authority. I'm thinking particularly of China Hat, but there are other areas as well. But that's county area, if you will. It's unincorporated areas of Deschutes County is what I'm trying to get at. So what kind of authority are you able to have in order to – because folks complain about these camps and have for years – is there something you can do something your office can do to help those people
1: we can do some things within the bounds of the law so our authority lies in enforcing state laws and county ordinances when you talk about federal land you're talking about federal rules and regulations and so state laws apply on those on those federal lands but the federal agency and this is from the federal agencies they have the authority for time use manner in the use of their lands. So that really restricts the authority that would you, you would have as far as enforcing county ordinances. So that's what limits our authority. I cannot go out there as a sheriff's office and enforce their 14-day stay limit. We can go out there and enforce, and, and we do enforce, offensive littering or some of the uh, ordinances that that might apply, Uh, to something other than the time-use manner and and the use of that land. So when I look at at homelessness, you you mentioned something, they're related. Uh, They are related. I talked to sheriffs in the state of Colorado before marijuana was legalized, and they saw an increase in these individuals that would come and illegally camp in their areas. And they talked to these individuals, and we have talked to these individuals living in those situations here, and they mention coming to Oregon because drugs are legal, or they mentioned coming to Oregon because marijuana was legal, or coming to Oregon because there was a promise of a job uh, combined with the legalized marijuana industry. And we hear of individuals that come to Central Oregon because there's a lot of of services that are here, and they they wanna try and do what's right by their families. So it really is a lot uh, to unpack, but you always have to remember, in my mind, no one is above the law the law and the rules apply to everybody now we can use discretion in how we apply uh, the law and the rules so if an individual wants to improve their situation uh, and adjust their situation we have resources in this community where we can offer those resources so that they can take the initiative and adjust their situation
0: now you mentioned laws we're still waiting for a decision by the courts, it's the Federal Appeals Court, uh, in a Grant Grant County case. Can you tell me a little bit about that and what you're looking for?
1: Yes. So really, it's related to the Martin v. Boise decision. An uh, individual was on a park bench and was taken into custody for, for sleeping on that park bench. And then Grant's Pass has had some issue in a park and illegal camping. And so Grant's Pass has taken this case to the Supreme Court to get that decision reversed that the decision from the ninth circuit never should have have come down and supported that it's just created a nightmare in trying to navigate how you how you deal with uh illegal campers in these situations and so i'm hopeful it's going to get reversed it's been taken to such a level it was never intended to be taken to Uh, i think one of the things that really concerns me is is when it says hey uh communities say we have to have a certain number of shelter beds available for individuals in order to enforce the law. To me, that removes a lot of individual accountability. We're all accountable for our actions. Yes, there are life circumstances that, that lead us to the position we're in, but we're all in, in control of, of trying to decide what we do in the future, and we're very blessed here. There's local resources that can help provide that support as we do make different decisions to, to uh, stay on a path of being a productive member of the community or becoming a productive member of the community.
0: Well, that wraps up our time, and it's just we've only been able to touch on two different things here this morning, but that's the limits we have with this particular show. Thank you. Sheriff, good to see you.
1: Good to see you, my friend.
0: Sheriff Shane Nelson here at FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.